This is DJ Blake, and my next two guests are part of a collective known as Fundamental. But more than that, these guys in every sense are a duo. You could say that one is outspoken, while the other one expresses himself through visual arts, or that one is a poet, and the other a painter. The Jesus to his marrow is my pleasure to introduce Motion the Poet and Jay. Emotion the poet, my shit ferocious like. She told me that she like the strongest stoic type. She say she hates to gamble, yes, she broke the dice. She say she's scared of ghosts will out her poltergeist. Wanted to hold you closer, hoping we pop like soda. Hoping you get the motion, hoping you get the message. For you, I made exception, yet it was unsuccessful. So now I've learned my lesson. The poetry's impressive. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today, I'm with two very special guests. The one and only Emotion, the poet. Hello, hello, hello. And the one and only J. J. There we go. Is it just the letter J or J-A-Y? J-A-Y. 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 There we go. And you guys are actually, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Actually, oh, my. I was, yeah, yeah, no, we were to be here. I got really jealous too because I was like, what? He got put on another podcast before I reached him? <laughs> Man, the, what's it called again? I keep forgetting it. The um, Factual, yeah, yeah, thoughts. factual, factual thoughts. thoughts, you know. Shout out to Denzel Tracy. Appreciate it. Yeah, you. that was actually a dope interview. I just want to go more in depth about, you know, the art scene and everything out here in Seattle. Definitely, definitely. So, Motion, start off telling them, tell the audience what you do. Cool, cool. Appreciate you for having us again. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I go by uh, Emotion the Poet. I'm a uh, Seattle-based spoken word artist, R&B vocalist, uh, dibble-dabbling with a little bit of music, but um, yeah, just, you know, I've been doing that. I'm part of an artist collective called Fundamental. Essentially what that is, is just an artist collective that brings together other brown and black youth in the area to, you know, kind of cultivate an experience for our people. But uh, what I try to do is uh, just do my spoken word. I do poetry. I do uh, typewritten, or I have a typewriter where I write poems on the spot for people. And... um, yeah, freelance write, writing and stuff like that, but really just try to be somebody behind this uh, beanie and the sunglasses that you can relate to. So sure. just try to make you feel something, essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I'm Jay. I'm a part of the same fundamental group as well. So both of us kind of just fulfill the role of not only doing our own thing individually, but just trying to provide shows yeah. for people to be in. So mm-hmm. we give people a platform to put their artwork out there mm-hmm. as well as our own artists. Mm-hmm. So me personally, I'm a mixed media artist. Um, right now I work with paint a lot, but I'm really, really trying to get into just more, as much as I can. Yeah, That's really it. So I don't want to limit it to say just painting right now because that's all I've done so far, but all my ideas are beyond painting. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to down a lot and I don't even know, like paint a low rider yeah. if I can, you know what I mean? Just something out there, like paint a house. I don't, it, whatever it is, literally yeah. do studio setups. Like that's all. So right now, yeah, just mixed media, trying to figure out my own style, my own lane. Mm-hmm. Outsourcing is a thing of the past. It means stuck in a box. True. Typecasting is all a thing of the past. Right. And I just want to get this out of the way. You look like, is it Marrow or Jesus? Do you <laughs> ever want to? <laughs> 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 Marrow. Definitely Marrow. That's funny. It's got to be Jesus. Man. Yeah, man, I see <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. 
I've caught that. Man, yeah. people have done me dirt. I've caught that. Uh, shit, like, Arthur. Larry June. Arthur. Arthur. Larry June. Yeah, show, show him the fist. <laughs> Bert. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? I caught some people that came with some heat my way, man. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the better ones so far. All right, that's an honor. And you guys are part of a collective also, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How big is that collective now? Oh, man. Yeah, it's comprised of about uh, nine to ten people. But yeah. it's nine to ten, uh, just, you know, brown and black, men and women, everything mm-hmm. in between, and just, you know, different either mixed media, visual art, uh, you know, spoken word. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, people who don't necessarily, like, have more of a, like, artistic niche, but are doing things, like, as far as, like, IT or kind of helping us, like, set up websites, stuff like that. But essentially just a bunch of people who really mm-hmm. just have, like, you know, no paperwork or anything, just, like, a loyal obligation to each other. Yeah. To our right. community to bring anything that we've learned in our, like, individual endeavors back to the community, like, for the community, by the community. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what fuels fundamental and what it is that we do so it's like you know we'll do shows we'll throw events but we'll also try to do events that you know either help promote like what it is that's happening in the community as well as uh try to just support our community by doing you know like fundraisers or you know just try to kind of change like the initial like negative narrative of like brown and black bodies and how you can sometimes view us with art more so trying to connect us and our community Mm -hmm. with that and that being art so And also, too, like, provide a platform for us. You know what I mean? A lot of these gallery spaces yeah. are not open unless you know somebody within those settings. And Facts. being that a lot of us know each other, it's just better connect with us. Yeah. Like you said, like, keeping everything in-house, having our own musicians, DJs, visual artists, like, videographer. Like, that will be something where we can provide that for people to give them the platform to put their work out there, yeah. but then also keep that work in-house so that we can make sure that you know, they're comfortable, that their time is compensated, that they have, you know, I mean, beyond just the minimal exposure, but, like, true connections with people and to make them, like, you know, have a space where they can actually collaborate in a comfortable setting, too. Because sometimes, you know, I mean, you venture out into new spaces and, you know, people are open and whatnot, but you may not know anybody there. Mm -hmm. This is a group where you could come in and it feels like you've known everybody. Everyone wants to put Seattle on the map, but they're kind of like fighting each other, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I find these collectives and artists who are willing to work with each other, I'm like, oh, you have a podcast? Let me shoot for you for free. Or, hey, you need an instrumental? Let me make this instrumental for you for free. You need artwork? Anything like that. Because right now, especially because everyone's still on the grind, not everyone has the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's a grind for uh-huh. music, you know. Like, everyone wants it to be their first job you know that's what their job is but right. a lot of people have to put it on a back burner and then like i think it's more a thing of like the 80s where like you had a garage band and like you just have pictures of that up on your wall and then that was it you know <laughs> right. but nowadays people they they don't want to just be that garage band they want to be something bigger than that and <clears throat> that can happen but people need to work together or we're going to end up going back to that garage band mm-hmm. phase you know yeah no truly i mean um we like as fundamental like our not necessarily like our slogan, but like kind of like a mantra that we always try to live by is like, if you want to go fast, then you have to go by yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go far, then you have to go together. So that's something that we try to, you know, essentially use to kind of shape and not necessarily mold like everybody's mindset. But just that reminder of like, you know, we could we could go a different route. This you know, and just you know, kind of not necessarily like neglect everything that we've been doing, but we could just stay with this route of like, oh hey, like. I know Jay, like I've, I've met him with an organic connection, which turned into another connection with somebody else that like six, six degrees of separation later, you know, and five other people later, we became, oh, you know, a collective. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. Everything we've been able to do with that and after that is all like solely like, just really like, it's just organic. You know what I'm saying? It's right. not, 
it's not like, oh, hey, you know, I know somebody who knew somebody. No, it's like, you know, I met him in real life. Like, these are, like we work at the same place. Mm-hmm. So like, even outside of this, like our real day jobs, like we, this is like, this is my friends, like a brother, this is my coworker as well. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's, it's just, yeah, it's just mad organic. But yeah, man, it's, yeah. yeah. I would say to that too, like the idea of putting something on the map is you just do it and then it happens that you yeah. are the people that put it on the map. Because it's like, you think about anything else, like any other musician, right? Like, let's just say, like, I'm real big into, like, Memphis rap, and it's came back in, like, recently. Like, 3-6 Mafia put a lot of that, like, God. on the map. You yes. see what I'm saying? But there's other rappers besides 3-6 yeah. in Memphis who was doing their thing and who, you know what I'm saying, contributed to that style and, like, the way that it sounded. Mm-hmm. But they might have been the first ones to really pop and, like, popularize it. But mm-hmm. now that style lives on forever, and people are, like, readopting and stuff like that. So I'm not concerned with putting Seattle on the map, really. Right. I'm concerned about the longevity of this. Like, because even if we do get it to pop, I'm not just trying to get it to pop for a year or two yeah. and then be out of the public eye. If we could be doing this and it doesn't reach, you know what I'm saying, like, globally, that's fine. But if it's something that remains consistent for the next few generations, you see what I'm saying, then that's something I'm more concerned about. So even though I want my stuff to be seen and I want to be heard through my artwork, mm-hmm. I also want to think about it, like I said before, providing that platform for people later like I want right. you know what I'm saying like kids who are coming up you know what I'm saying kids who are in middle school high school right now who don't have the resources or the connections because right then that's when you're harnessing your talent that's yeah. when you still got the time to draw paint make music all day you know what I'm saying because you really ain't got to hold much down yeah but you also don't have much money you know what I'm saying depending on the family situation or just you know what I mean you can't really get a great job either so I want them to have access to studio space you know what i'm saying to be able to record a podcast you know what i mean to express themselves and share their thoughts but also you know what i'm saying in a setting where they have stuff to do that way you know yeah. what i mean because everybody like you probably relate of having the little you know closet microphone <laughs> set up or like you know what i'm saying or just like i know for the visual artists just using like you know real crappy paints yeah and just other <laughs> stuff before you really you know even know what's a better product for you to use or yeah. what would benefit you the most you know so yeah. right. What is the importance of understanding your roots? Um, I mean, like, as far as, like, like if you're saying, like, knowing your roots, like, ancestrally, I feel like that is uh, very, like, very potent to what it is that you're trying to do because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have to know where you were to, you know, know where you're going, essentially. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, I, and I feel like that's, you know, adds to the authenticity of, you know, say, creative artists and, you know, whatnot. So it's like, even for myself, like, you know, as far as doing like poetry or spoken word and stuff like that, like I always try to honor essentially where it was I came from as well as like, and then even like not even being from the, like this state essentially, like I'm from the East Coast, but like even coming here and like taking like what I was already kind of doing over there, which was like at that time I was a lot younger, so I mean it was really just writing all, all the time and stuff, but right. like, you know, taking that and bringing that here and then like always just remembering like, you know, don't like I could I can't get lost in the sauce because this is like you know this is what, like this is what I've been doing you yeah know? like like as far as writing or the poetry and stuff like that like I feel like when you get lost in the sauce and this is not necessarily like in, like with the poetry but like if you get lost in the sauce I feel like that's just one of those things where it's like you know you it can happen to anybody and you know you you start seeing something or whatever like kind of like a temptation or whatever yeah. but it's like I feel like if you kind of know where you've been and you you know keep your head on right and whatnot you know I feel like that would add to whatever it is you're trying to do in a more organic way that would like not necessarily profit like money profit but that would mm. better profit you later on you know what I'm saying just kind of knowing what it was that you know where you came from and you know what it is that you're trying to do as opposed to just you know kind of just you know not necessarily going with the flow but just Right. You know, oh, I just started doing this just to do it. And it's like, oh, you know, well, if you look back, you know, maybe, you know, somebody in your family had been writing for years or like, 
like even in my family, like my mom, she had uh, been writing me a book since I was born oh, all the wow. way up to like pretty much like modern day. So she was just writing in it different things that she thought that she wanted to highlight about like my life. So then when she gave it to me, it was she had stopped at a certain period, but the idea was like, I'm gonna give you this. This is from my perspective of how I've seen you grow and you know mature and kind of you know blossom essentially so then looking back at that I was always like you know I'd always kind of wonder what you know where, where like writing kind of took off for me and it was already it was already there you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I just had to go back and find that and after I found that I was like oh okay you know this is this is what I'm really trying to do you know what I'm saying it's not you know faking in that because that, that had already been happening before I even came came along you know what I'm saying she was just oh okay hey like you know you, you did this or you did that and then eventually when she gave it to me I was like that's crazy you know because uh, she didn't. She wasn't necessarily knowing that like writing was a big passion of mine, but it it was already you know I mean it was already in the cards. Yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, definitely, I feel like you know you got to know you got to know where you came from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In uh, any aspect, really, but mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, I mean pretty much the same thing. Like I agree, and also too, you just have to know the history of where yeah. your people have been, especially here in America, because yeah. a lot of time when it comes to, like African American history specifically they stop at a certain point. You know what I'm saying? And the way we talk about it is not highlighting the fact of what people did. You know what I'm saying? We were we were captured, we were enslaved, and then all of a sudden we have a black president. You know what I'm saying? Like they just skip over a <laughs> yeah. lot of stuff. So they're not gonna highlight the time periods or even what the people did. Like right. I think one of in my travels I went to um, this place in Louisiana, it's called the Whitney Plantation, right? And wow. they really highlighted the everyday life of the slaves and what yeah. they did, right? And these were people who built the house that sat on the land, you know what I'm saying, tended to the crops, introduced new crops to that environment that was similar to those of West Africa mm. to stop a large famine going on because the people who settled the land or colonized the land didn't know what to do with it, you know what I'm saying, couldn't work in that environment. So, like, these are people who are intelligent. These mm. are people who, you know what I mean, beyond just, like, crafters or, like, stuff like that, just also in your history. Like, if you even study something like the Harlem Renaissance, you know yes. what I mean, and, like, all the creators who came during that time period... Then you realize, like, okay, I'm not the first painter, I'm not the first poet, and I come from this legacy of people. You know what I mean? And that just gives you a deeper sense of pride. And it's not that false pride where you're just feeling yourself, you're, like, arrogant about it. It's like that deep pride where this is attached to, like you said, then you're attached to your roots now. Yes. Because it's really easy to detach people from that if they don't know what the history is. Mm -hmm. And if they're always looking to people outside of people that look like them for inspiration, like, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, like listen to other music, you know what I'm saying, see other artwork, but also know that people that look like you also do the same thing because you'll be often told that you do not do that. There's right. no black podcasters, there's no right. black poets, there's no black artists. Like You're like, no, nah, there is. Like, <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's the beauty of social media nowadays too is like even though we've been uprooted in many ways, now you can kind of reestablish those roots across the world to see like all the different people who are younger and black and doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't have to just rely on major media. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You don't have to just rely on the news or some ma- media outlet that's gonna, you know what I mean? Put whatever they want to out. That's true. Do you think Seattle does a good job of connecting the black community with one another? I feel like we do a good job of it, yeah. <laughs> but maybe not Seattle, you know right. what I'm saying? Because we'll find each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go anywhere. With the brother not. You know what I'm saying? For real. Like, you know, <laughs> like, we'll, we'll find each other wherever we're at. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's how this collective formed, because I know me and him, we were later to the group. So they had already right. done their first show, and then we were in by the second show. So we had went to the show, right. connected with everybody, started talking, and then after that, we came into the fold and contributed what we could, too. Mm. You know what I mean? But that was from... 
a mutual interest. So they're like, yo, we do this too. Like, yeah. they're like, man, come to a meeting. Like, come talk. <laughs> like, let's chat. And immediately embrace with open arms. So uh, people, we're always looking for each other. Right. You know what I mean? It's just where, you know, sometimes that's what it is. Like, right. it's hard finding the spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How do you guys make sure that you stay relevant and helpful in your collective? You know, you're not just like... You're just not. You're not just there. You're actually adding to the collective. Mm. Mm. I mean, honestly, it's like we had a like you know so similar like what Jay said is like we had came in like after they had did their first show and then after that we did a show with them like as a whole collective. So then we became fundamental as well. Right. It happened back in uh, February of last year. And then after that, like that was like the, the show just you know turned out pretty well. So then we had known like okay like if we want to continue to take something like this, which is like. You know, this is like bigger than you know everybody. This is like bigger than everybody in the group. It's bigger than us. Like an opportunity to, you know, give a platform to someone who might not have it. Someone that might, you know, looks like us essentially. So it's like we knew that we just had to kind of start to double down on like what roles and positions in the group would look like as far as like, because you know, like so we don't have any, uh, you know, we don't have any paperwork. You know, keeping anybody together is just the yeah. loyal obligation we have to each other as just friends. And then you know, people with you know, on, with a very similar drive and mission to do one thing, which is, you know, connect to our communities and, you know, be driven by that community. So uh, what really came with that was like, okay, we need to start, start establishing roles, start establishing kind of logistics, what that looks like as far as, you know, because we, we, you know, we do everything ourselves. So it's like, you know, who's creating the tickets that, you know, people who are coming to see us are going to buy, or like who's, you know, going to be the person when you come through the door that's going to greet you or who is going to host these events or like who's going to make the communication between you know us to another venue space and then even with that like a larger sense of camaraderie was like able to to, to form because it's like all right now like we're working at like you know this is like a dream for me so it's like i'm working at my dream with someone else who's working at their dream yeah now we're all doing it together so you know but, it, but we got to be serious about it so it's like all right like you know I'll, I'll do this he'll do that so you know we start passing roles around and like you know oftentimes switch them up and whatnot but um and even with that too it's like we what we try to do is like as well as offering that platform is like you know we kind of take away that part that the like that like someone who might be utilizing that platform for the first time might not necessarily be uh, you know familiar with which is just right. like the marketing or stuff like that so those are all things that like we all learned and then passed the knowledge around to each other and then now try to implement to other people who might not have it yet but then we try to show them the way right. by just again you know passing roles and stuff like that logistic team and whatnot so. Um, yeah, because, like, for myself, I do, like, a lot of the communication in the group. But, like, I'll, you know, create our event rights or stuff like that. Or, like, you know, but then I know, like, if I'm not going to be able to do it, I can pass that off to somebody else. And it's, you know, it's just a communal toss of, hey, like, you know, if I can't do it, I know you know how to do it. Because we all, you know, we all have just been kind of circulating our knowledge and stuff like that. So um, I don't know if that necessarily answered the question. But that's kind of, yeah. you know, that's kind of, you know, how we kind of operate is when it comes to things like that. Right. You know what I mean? So you don't, mm-hmm. no one feels less than another person in your collective? No. Not at all, because it's not, that's not how it should be, you know what I mean? Because it's like, once you come up with that pecking order of people, that it's like, is this person more important? Because I think when it comes to it, we're all trying to cultivate it together. And like you said, since we're not contractually obligated to each other, then that makes it even more organic, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But to answer your earlier question too, like, for me personally, I'm always trying to think of new and innovative ideas to bring to the group and just tighten up like weak points that we may have. So if there's something that I know I can contribute more of, I'm trying to make that a better thing. You know what I mean? Like even something as simple as like having an agenda for the meeting. You know what I mean? Just to make it flow smoothly, you know, or just um, like maybe one of our group members contributed the idea of putting like a 
what do you call those little barcode scan things? QR codes. QR codes. Yeah, he would like put those on the flyer. You see what I'm saying? So people could scan it on their phone and like just little stuff like that, like always coming up with new ideas. And then that's always like um, the connections we made in the show because we've had people outside the group be vendors in our show. Mm -hmm. And we maintain those connections. Those are always people that we're looking for to be a part of the group as well, just Mm -hmm. to like have a new perspective. So we don't always want to just have the same few people thinking of ideas if anybody new comes into the fold we want their ideas equally as much because they might put a new set of eyes on it where we might have missed that yeah you know so that's the thing too is constantly being in the state of making new connections dealing with new people being in new environments so that we don't become stale yeah because that's me personally as an artist too like i I have to see new things like on a constant basis because if i'm just looking at the same artwork all the time it's going to start to influence me and my work Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to always just be out there and connected with people who just you know what I mean or just weird stuff online too you know what I mean there would be like those little (laughs) 60 seconds (laughs) yeah those little like mini documentaries where it's like oh you know I'm Susie from Idaho and I create artwork out of pennies and you watch it and you're like how did she do that Susie was on the song yeah (laughs) exactly but she got a 60 second documentary so I'm like she's doing something right you know yeah I think new perspectives are really important for whatever age you know because I I don't want to be stuck in the same. I don't want to get tunnel vision. Right. You know? yeah, exactly. And I feel like the older generation kind of gets stuck in that kind of tunnel vision, mm-hmm. whether you're conservative or your religion or anything like that. I think it's good to like be open, and that's what the newer generation is doing a good job of, of being open to like new things. Right. Know? And we're just there's different access to it now, mm-hmm. though. Like I said, you don't have to rely on a major media source for that. You can for sure. be on social media and follow one person, and that might lead you to another and that whole string that web of people now is now influencing you in some way and if you're following dope people yeah. you know what i mean like you're seeing something you know something new or something interesting you could be a part of a whole community online simply based off a hashtag of people that you never met yeah and as weird as that sounds out loud it's also really cool because then you can say like oh i thought i was the only one like you know doing this and now i see that there's people you know, in Thailand doing it. Yeah. There's people in, you know, I mean, like Sierra Leone doing it too, but you, everybody's there connected. For sure. That is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can get creepy though. You're it like, does. Oh, you're not the only one who likes to kill cats? Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that way. Like there's a community for everyone, which I is mean, kind of messed up. That's true, man. That's true, you know? man. Yeah, gotta find your community. Find like, your community. <laughs> no, I mean, because honestly, man, it's like, I like to look at what we do as kind of like, like you ever play uh, like Modern Warfare Two? Yeah. Yeah. So like, basically, I've, I've like visualized it in my head where it's like we're all different people from like Modern Warfare Two, like all in a different like all in one lobby. Essentially. Yeah. You know, but it's like when you make friends on the internet through that, and then like you meet them in real life, but like you know for the most part, like oh hey, like I'm hop online, you know, BXR27 will be there, you know, okay, hey, Brandon will be there, we woo, and then y'all like. Keep a friendship on there right. you guys have a like a mission and a goal Oops, yeah. let's go to water, so. oh, no. but anyways that's just kind of how like we I, I look at us where it's like yeah we really just like you know we all meet up you know like once a week and stuff like that and like you know we all got like the same goals and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah, it is really like a just like a adult version of like an xbox party pretty much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no mics we just meet in real life yeah. you know what i'm saying like For real. the party actually happens at uh you know this this bar called the point in buran hey. you know and that's yeah that's pretty much working, you know what i mean so, so what is the does the collective stand for something different from what each artist stands for? Like, do you stand for? You might share the same goals as the collective, but do you think you stand for something different? Mm. I mean, I mean, honestly, it's like 
I feel like we all have like this the like a very similar goal, which is like which is what we're working towards in the collective, but like I know individually we all have like kind of different aspirations and mm -hmm. stuff where it's like so like for myself, it's like, you know, I stand with the mission that we all have together. However, individually, like when this is all said and done, like the beanie and the sunglasses are off, like I tell Jay all the time, like I'm really, I'm really just trying to open up like a sausage egg and cheese store. That's all I want. Oh, wow. you know, so whatever gets me closer to that, like if, that's, if I write a million dollar poem and I can get an investor or something like that, I mean, you know, it's gonna be sausage egg and cheese everywhere, and I, and every and like every bag is gonna have a like every bag is gonna have a beanie on it, and then the sun like it's that's, not lying. That's why no, I'm like really laughing. No, like so you know what I'm saying. So it's like as far as like in the group, like I feel like we all have. We all trying to do the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're all trying to leave our traditional nine to fives and like yeah. make this the full time, you know what I mean? And like all of that. But you know, like if I could retire doing fundamental, I would retire with, you know, a Dunkin' Donuts uh, sponsorship, <laughs> hopefully. Yes. You know what I mean? So, you know, we'll see. Shout out to Dunkin'. But. Right. I'd say, yeah, as a group, similar goal. But I mean, for me individually, I just want more people like me to be able to do work. Because mm -hmm. I know for me, like, I'm a more introverted person. Like, it took me putting myself out there and being a part of this to, like, really push myself to be a part of, like, whatever art scene it is in Seattle. Mm -hmm. But before that, I was doing all the same work. I was just keeping it at the crib. Yeah. Like, stuff would be hung up on the wall or, like, stored away somewhere. So I just was like, man, somebody's got to see this. Because everybody who knew me personally and who had seen it was like, oh, I like your work. Like, I, yeah. this is dope. You should put it out more. And then... uh I posted a meme on Instagram, right? And, like, it wasn't really, like, super, super serious, but I was kind of just, like, testing the water. But um, I forget the dude's name. He used to be on Vine. He's on YouTube and shit. But it's him yelling at another person, like, quit playing around and release your art. And, like, <laughs> he's yelling. So uh, people had commented on it, though, and they're like, no, for real, do that. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, it actually got, like, a decent response. Not a ton of people, but people were actually like, yeah, for real, do that. And so I did my first show with him back in like real late 2018. Right. And then after that, seeing the people come out and actually like, actually appreciate my artwork, you know what I mean? For stuff that I kept very personal, I was like, okay, this is real. So I just, yeah, for for people that are coming along who are new to it, but also maybe introverted like myself, I want them to feel comfortable. Like, okay, you can step out of your comfort zone and do right. this. And like, not that I'm trying hard to be like the super big inspirational person, but mm. I just want to do it, you know what I mean? So that that just kind of like a lead by example. Yeah. Like I'm definitely not going to be leading any, you know, motivational talks anytime <laughs> soon. I have a but, dream. But <laughs> <laughs> for real, but at least like then, like if they see and I like, you know, kind of share that part about myself, they're like, all right, somebody similar to me has done it. Yeah. You know, so that's that's my main mission really is just to get more people out there because mm -hmm. People are doing stuff all the time. Like yeah. I feel like naturally humans are creative, especially the younger you are. Like when you're, like we both work with kids, so it's like watching the kids. They don't have any rules or barriers as to what they do, so they don't even know how stuff works yet. So they're willing to try anything and everything when it comes to creating stuff. So mm -hmm. it's like with that, I want them to be able to hone in on that and like figure out what they want to do with that. You know what I mean? So it's like. That, that's my main motivation, really, to bring that out of everybody. Because people will tell you all the time, oh, I can't do music. Oh, I can't draw. Oh, I can draw stick figures. I'm like, you ain't tried. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> If that's not what you want to do, fine. That's cool. But also, like, if you have the patience, you could do literally anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you have to be working and building on your craft every day mm -hmm. in order for it to end up being fruitful for you. So Passionate people do find passionate people. You know, yeah, that's what a collective is, you know, just passionate people together. But you guys do something different because when you're saying you're doing a show, it's not just like everyone's on stage like rapping or something like that. Like oh, you're yeah, doing yeah. like visual art. So how do you guys put a, together a show like that? Um, 
where everyone feels included. And inclusion's a huge thing. I mean, honestly, it's like, I guess the best way to look at it is kind of like what we do are kind of like more like event marketplaces pretty much. And then like that's what kind of opens up that platform to like, you know, have like, like, you know, we've had shows where we've had, you know, like we have somebody in the group who, you know, they create uh, handmade soap and teas and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you could have that in one corner and then you'll have, you know, somebody over there like cutting hair in the next corner. You have somebody, you know, you know, really just it's, it's just a bunch of different niches. But the idea of just being like, you know, whatever it is that you do, like just bring that in here. So like I think that's kind of more so like kind of how we go about it in a sense of just like, you know, if you have something that you feel is unique, then like. You know, we 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 gonna we gonna make a, a way to you know kind of put a spotlight on that so you know you can you know have that out there and that could be seen and you know you can try to monetize off of that if that's something that you're interested in or just you know essentially just have that platform for yourself to you know showcase that. So I think um, you know I'm not necessarily sure this is kind of answering the question, but we, you know we really just kind of go about it in a sense of just like you know it's like we'll have X amount of different vendors, typically local to the community that'll, you know, come and they'll, you know, shoot their little application and woody woo. And mm -hmm. then uh, as soon as they get in, um, you know, then we'll typically have some type of like, I'll either like MC it or, you know, we'll have like someone in the community that is like either like a local performer and then, uh, you know, kind of give them the ability to perform and stuff like that and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, that's typically how they go. But like, yeah, that's if we're doing like one of our like usual events, but you know, we've done stuff where it's like, we'll do car washes, to help raise funds for, you know, yeah. someone who's doing repairs on a shop that was passed down to them type deal. Or, like, there is the uh, Seattle, uh, I believe it's, I don't want to butcher, I think it's the girls' school, the Seattle girls' school mm -hmm. on South Jackson. A few of us mm -hmm. went and uh, repainted the walls, essentially. Oh, wow. So that way, you know, they could try to, you know, just, you know, make it look, you know, spruce it up a little bit and, you know, save, save the people in there, you know, a little bit of money from having to go with these, you know, huge commercial companies. But instead, we were like, hey, we're willing to help hands you. Can yeah. You, you know, trust us with holding a paintbrush. And it's like... I was one of those people where it's like, I, you know, Jay will tell you, I, I can't paint, but, you know, I mean, I, I get the best I got. Yeah. You know, I, I typically, uh, you know, hit with the typewriter. But, uh, yeah. you know, I was I was the emotion the painter that day. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, um, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of depends, honestly. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. I would say with that, too, like, uh, when we do cultivate shows, mm -hmm. everybody in the group does something different, mm -hmm. but we can use that ability to kind of empathize with whatever it is that we want like in a space you know what i mean so if you come to us as a photographer and there's needs that you have in order to like everybody to benefit so you're saying like i need these things mm -hmm. so that i can shoot the show it's like cool you're shooting for us we'll compensate you and we'll get those things that you need yeah. if they're within our means you know what i right. mean so it's like or even like uh for one show we had like rented a stage right and one of the people who's in the group who performs music he set up the stage right like you know did the sound check and everything and that's what i'm saying like you have that experience of other artists working with other artists yeah, so it's true. not detached in a way like it's not like you're just pulling up at some venue and they're like all right you know here's the keys like <laughs> right. you know figure it out like no we'll help you figure it out or the last event like i know um like one of the person who's like he like does a lot for the group you know and this was like his brainchild he was helping setting up like for vendors like helping wow. set up tables and stuff like that so we're always trying to be as accommodating as possible and make sure that like everybody wants to return like that's mm. the real thing like we want to yeah. keep working with people we want people to consistently be a part of shows and the only reason we wouldn't have people really is just because we couldn't fit them that's yeah. it and even when we go into a space we're looking at it for the benefit of the artists in there like for the performing artists how are the acoustics in here 
You know what I mean? Like, is this going to be like, is there a stage that we need to bring or is there a stage already there? How much room do we have for the visual artists? We're looking at wall space, you know what I mean? To see, okay, what all can we fit on here? Like, we don't want to cram people in either. So we're like taking all that into consideration and making Mm -hmm. sure that we can provide the best show and the best space for it, even for the audience. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do, um, usually do like 21 and up for the shows, but, uh, like, even the tickets that you buy come with drink tickets. You know what I'm saying? So you can get yeah. your drink on, you know what I mean? And have fun and stuff. And, like, if we, yeah, we try to put all that in there for everybody so that they want to come back to the right. shows. Because we want to make a show that we would want to be in. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to just packaging something that we don't believe in. Right. Make your own Camp Vlogna type festival. Oh, man, yeah, right. look, trust <laughs> me. Yeah. Trust me. No, it's, on the way. it's on the way. Because it's honestly, yeah. like, you know, like my Angelou, like, she'll always say, well, not always anymore. But, you know, she has said it once where it was like, you know, you never remember the things, you know, people say or do, but you always remember how they make you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like driving, like, you know, kind of how it is that we try to cultivate this experience for somebody, which is like, you know, I don't remember half the, you know, a lot of the shows that we've done or like, you know, a lot of the different people that have kind of came and went. But, you know, always kind of try to create something where you'll always remember how you felt coming to the show, which was, you know, something positive, which is what we're trying to give to you, which is like, you know, hey, you might forget the poem that you might have heard or you might have, you know, forgot forgot one of the you know pieces of art that you might have seen but you remember oh fundamental yeah those are the people that greeted me well or like they treated me like you know more than just someone who bought a ticket to the show you know yeah. what I'm saying or like mm-hmm. even on the vendor's perspective it's not like oh this was you know just a large platform of people I never got to meet or you know I just put a bunch of money into something that didn't mm-hmm. you know there was no ROI for that essentially but this was oh, okay like you know they helped me put my table in they helped me load my car afterwards and then you know, they, they they asked me if we all wanted to get food together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We want to get to know you, you know, you as an artist as well as, you know, the person. Because I think a lot of times that just kind of gets lost in translation. And that, that can happen quite often too where it's just like, you know, people will focus so much on like, you know, the art or whatever where it's like, you know, there was a person before that or like, you know, there's a person whose story, you know, sure. influences what it is that they're doing. So for us, that's a lot of, you know, we try to do it very communally because it's like, you know, if we don't necessarily kind of know who you are then it's kind of it's not harder to appreciate the art but it's like for example with jay i've known him for a couple of years so anytime he makes any you know any of his like you know beautiful artwork i could see where he was coming from with that because i'm like oh i remember you know i remember you a couple of years ago when you were going through that and like i remember blank 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 you know what i'm saying so i have a almost a dual appreciation for it because i can appreciate its beauty you know just as a piece but i can also appreciate like oh yeah you did overcome that or that was something that was you know a staple in your life you know whatever whatever so it's like just trying to really create that just you know like positive experience but as well as like and i know i keep saying the word but organic where it's just like organic's huge though for no real. i mean you know honestly yeah, that's just true. what it's you know that's all we're trying to do you know i mean we're not trying to you know ever you know take your money have you just come in and just be <laughs> looking like oh where do i put my stuff but it's really you know the moment you the moment you like submit anything to us or like you know, whatever, whatever, we're like, all right, let's work, you know, let's work, let's get to know this person, we're flying through the Instagram and trying to get to know you, or like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, do, inviting people to the meetings and just really, hey, what's your life like outside of this, or like, you know, why, you know, what's behind, you know, blank, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. So just really trying to create something that's just positive, so you feel good, like when this, because really, when this is all said and done, like, we'll, we won't remember half of these things, or whatever, <laughs> but I always want to remember, like, oh man, like, I put my time and energy into this group, and this was a good group of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. They've always made me feel like blank or you know insert positive adjectives essentially <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah man that's true no that's real too because um <clears throat> i know for me too like and he's pulled up at other shows like outside like nobody in the group is like forced to just do group shows mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so you can pull up at other shows individually right. and we encourage that we share shows 
within the group as well just to make sure that people are always putting their work out there whenever they feel like they want to so i know i you know not naming names or events but i've been to other ones where they're a lot less accommodating and it makes you not want to come back or build a connection with those people and not to say that it's bad for those people or whatever but that may potentially be a strong connection right. but the feeling that i get you know or the first impression that i get if that's not strong, then I can't build from that. I can't I can't strengthen that connection anymore mm-hmm. if I don't feel like I'm being, you know, if the hand is extended back to me. So I think that's very important in what we do. And, you know, you can feel it. You can feel it at a show when you just paid for a space and they're just like, all right, <laughs> good yeah. luck. You know? no, it's, a, it's a good point to emphasize for sure. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, man. What's the importance of a community to you guys? Man. You said the importance of a community? Yes. Oh, man. I mean... You know, honestly, I feel like like the like that. I feel like that's one of the most important things, if not, you know, like. And a lot of that is also kind of dependent on like, you know, what it is that you're trying to do, or you know, what it is that you believe in, that or that you're you know putting your art towards. But I feel like that's one of the most important things because it's like, if you don't have a community, or you know, if you're not a part of the community, you know, I'm not gonna say it's like you know hard to sustain, but I just feel like you know having that backing or those people who are really rooting for you. So it's like even you know like fundamental. Like that's my community. You know, it's like I look at it uh, and I take things like that very seriously because it's like, you know, I don't have any brothers or sisters. Like I moved to this state, you know, a few years back, but it's like, you know, I've been here for long enough. But essentially, like I've had to kind of pick the family that I've you know created and I've met through the different connections I've made throughout my life and stuff like that. So with that being said, it's just like, you know, my community, the people around me or, you know, the people closest to me, the people that, you know, know why I wear the sunglasses and the beanie, the people that, you know, understand kind of what it is that I'm doing or, you know, whatnot. And those are the people that fuel me and essentially becomes a like, you know, just a reciprocative, you know, reciprocative process where it's like they have put that energy into me and now I can put that back into them and it's never necessarily a drain because it's just a, a, a constant cycle. Of, right. We believe in you and I believe in them and because they believed in me, you know, whatever, whatever, like I can constantly, you know, I mean, it, it just keeps going. You know what I mean? So I think, uh, I think community is very, very important. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of ties in with just knowing where you come from as well too. And like, knowing what community it is that you're trying to serve or like we try to serve you know any community that we can but are constantly just trying to serve no matter what because at some point in time whether we recognize it or not like there was a community that served us and brought us to where it is that we are even if you know like whether we saw it or we didn't see it that that there was someone or somebody or an entity already doing that creating that for us to you know even have that idea of like man i should try to do this or like you know like kind of like how jay said his you know, like online community that was like, no, you should really pursue pushing your art out there. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, people that, you know, were backing him that he may or may not have known, but definitely a community of people that were like, we believe in you. This could work out for you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then, you know, it, mm-hmm. it does. You know, so I, I believe community is very, very, very crucial, man. That's, that's important. Yeah. You know what I mean? To piggyback on that, too, your community is a reflection of you. Yeah. So... I think a lot of the times, like, people don't even take into account, like, the ideals that you have, you know what I mean, the motivations that you have, what you want to pursue. All those should be the people that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So part of something that happens, like, when you get caught into the, you know, the nine-to-five daily grind of having, like, a traditional job, you're around a bunch of people where, like, you know, these might be cool people. You might kick it outside of work, grab a drink or something, but it's, like, do those people share the same interests? To the normies. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, and no, right. for real. And honestly, even in school, that's funny you say normies because, like, you might be the weird group of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I had a friend a while ago, like, I was hanging out with some different friends, and he's like, man, they're weird. And I'm was thinking, it Ernie? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but now he's like, man, he's like, they're weird. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I know you too, bro. You're weird as hell too. Like you, like, you are weird in different ways, though. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's fine. But you kind of got to find whatever weird it is you have. Yeah. And that's your community. And hopefully it's nothing, like, super out there like the cast thing. But, you know, yeah, that's, that's, you know, you should have. Yeah, you should be in a community that reflects you. You should be a part of something that you would want to be a part of and be cultivating that for other people. So that's mm-hmm. why it's so important. And then as humans, we thrive off a of community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe you're not the most extroverted person or you don't always want to be around people, but at some point, you know what I mean, it's nice to have that. It's nice to have support. You know what I mean? Support, family, friends, you know what I mean? Like something, a community that you can just go to for specific things too. Like maybe not every community that you have is always, you know, just art folk. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like or just like the scene Maybe sometimes you need to step out of sight of that. You have some other hobby or some other interests, and those are your community too. You know what I mean? So that's that's why it's so important because you, you need it in some shape or form. Oh, and yeah. hopefully whatever community that you're a part of is a, is a good community and is willing to be there for you. You know what I'm saying? To be a helpful community and not just a community of people who are not invested in each other. Because that's, yeah. you know, you can be a part of a lot of different communities and not all of them are great. Mm-hmm. So... That's true. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, that's how we found each other, essentially. That's how, you know, I feel like things like this, like, I feel like things like this happening are always, like, again, organic. Because it's just like, you know, once you, I feel like once you really start working towards something like that, or you start putting that out there, like, you know, if you believe you deserve it, the universe will serve it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So it's like, mm-hmm. once you put that out there, like, eventually, like, and I, I tell Jay from time to time, it's like, I'm, like, real tapped into just, you know, kind of like, you know, like a spiritual side of things, which is like, you know, understanding numerology or like, you know, my angels talking to me and stuff like that. But I, I see how that works out where like even the tables that we sit at are changing for the better now in the sense of like, okay, I'm finding myself around the like different people who I've never met before, but we, we share a bond that, you know, is like an unspoken connection based off of just me relating or resonating with whatever it is that they're about or what they're doing and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like, like a lot of times those are different people that are like not working a traditional nine to five. And I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I can relate to that being something that I'm wanting to manifest in myself. So I'm like, oh, you know, how, how I, now that I see that this connection is made between us now, it's up to me to, you know, further that connection, you know what I'm saying? But being able to really just have that, you know, as a community, or like these, these being different communities that, um, you know, at least for myself or like other people and something that, that are in a similar boat that can find themselves in that, which is like, oh, whatever I was doing was being put out there enough where it's starting to attract or bring that in to me now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to always go, now I don't have to look for it because the more that I just try to keep it real and just be authentic to who, you know, Brian or the emotion, the poet is like, my vibe is, is trying to attract more people with that same mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. same, you know, communal mindset or that same familial aspect or that same want to move tribally. You know what I mean? So, yeah, community mm-hmm. is, is crucial. I would say with that too, like, honestly building up a part of yourself too that you can be a part of in like a different community you know what i'm saying so it's like when you venture out into different interests you can take that side of yourself and really flourish in certain yeah. communities too like maybe you're super goth you know what i mean but you might not <laughs> be goth at the at the day <laughs> job but when you go out to certain concerts you don't just goth yeah. all the way you know right, what i mean yeah. and you could dress different act different and like that's still a part of yourself that's authentic but yeah. it may not be something you get to share all the time because mm-hmm. like I'm not in a constant state of creating like I'd like to be. So with the regular day job, like it's cool. I feel like I serve a purpose, but also, you know, when I get to be Jay, I get to be Jay. You know what I'm saying? And that's still me. Like, you know what I mean? That's still a part of me, but you may not get to do that all the time in certain yeah. communities. You know what I mean? So it's like 
kind of finding your own lane outside of just whatever your regular life is too. Right. Do you wear the sunglasses at your day job also? Oh man, that's, yeah, that's funny you ask. I mean, I tried. You, know, you I tried? Gonna, you know, no ableist, but I was gonna tell him I was blind. You know, <laughs> no, I was. Uh, I would like to, but I, you know, I can't unfortunately. So it's like. You know, but very similar like what he's saying. If you catch me at the day job, you if you catch me Monday through Monday, nine to five. My name is Brian. Uh, you know, I work with kids. <laughs> I'm out here trying to make sure that they have what they need, and you know, just be that person for the community. Right. You catch me at five thirty on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm alive, baby. So. Yeah, man. Are you but worried about your eyesight though? Like you know, sunglasses inside? You know, it's funny. People, no, people say that all the time. Like, oh, you know, I. To be honest with you, and you know Jay, he can speak to it. I everywhere I go, that's not like, like, like in my control. So like in my house, I keep it dark and cold. So it's like a, so anywhere that I can occupy the space and yeah, I can be in control of the space is it looks what, what this looks like behind the glasses. So I'm trying to kind of adapt to that, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that's really just to say, I mean, I'll probably be blind, you know, in the next oh. 10 years. But it's, <laughs> you know, we, you know, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> so, you know, we're making it work. Do you have, like, multiple sunglasses you rotate through? Or? I do, actually. That's funny wow. that you ask. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I had stopped doing it, like, as of, like, recently, but, um, like, I, I believe, I really, like, believe in, like, a, you know, just, like, manifestation and things like that mm -hmm. to the point where it was, like, um, I would have different sunglasses for different things that like different events that we did and I wouldn't wear them again because oh, wow. like the energy that I had put into those like like then would yeah. just would, would remain so like that event that we did if it was Ooh. like we had went to Canada one time for like uh, you know a show out there and like we all got to go it was you know me Jay and a few others and whatnot and uh, you know I had felt you know good about how that went and I felt like I had accomplished a lot of things that just like me personally as a person I was like really looking forward to doing and whatnot so like once that happened, the energy in that, I was like, you know, that was Canada. You know, those are Canada sunglasses. You know what I mean? But, you know, I've got, you know, the day-to-days or whatever. But, you know, I always keep them on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you, know, I, you know, stay strapped. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, it's, uh, yeah. I, I try to, like, I, I slow down with that because, you know, I was starting to get expensive. Yeah. But, uh, you know, because, you know, I work nonprofit, So, you know. Uh, till I could get a you know sponsorship by a, you know Ray Ban or something. Ray Ban, you know but till then, man, yeah. Yeah, I always use my sunglasses, so I just go for those. Do you can find so many good sunglasses at like those like small like food, farmers markets or things like I'm, that? I'm you like can always, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> I rock. I like the circle sunglasses the best. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta have the right face yeah. shape for it. Yeah, though. for you, sure. It might look good on you, but the bigger <laughs> your head is, like I'm telling you, there's different sunglasses for right. different shapes and whatnot. But I feel that these are prescription though. I can't, I can't see nothing without yeah, these you know glasses. Not, I'm so serious. Yeah, for real, man. It's terrible. Oh, like <laughs> it's pretty bad. But yeah. Do you guys, can you? Do you guys have any tips for me when it comes to facial hair though? Because what you see is what you've got. Like for you this, man. Oh, dude, I'm gonna say, don't let this. I've never you. shaved. This is all I have. I mean, it's <laughs> genetics, bro. It's, it's what you got. You stuck with it. Like I've been trying to get this middle, like mustache to the beard oh, part man. to connect for years, bro. And it's not doing it. It just I'm you. you. You got what you got, man. Only thing is, if if you do it, I say like when it grows more, mm -hmm. your barber. Your barber can make the difference of how good it looks, bro. Because yeah. I tried to cut it myself a few times and like just ended up with just a mustache, bro. Like look like Mario or something. Like, it's just yeah, man. You got to put your put the clippers in the right hands. Right. That's it. But also, it's just got to grow out, man. Yeah, yeah. It'll take years, man. I'm telling you, I'm don't, don't let it fool you. I pull this off the mannequin every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging behind the ears. <laughs> I'm playing with you, but. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would trade you for that beautiful head of hair. I mean, this thing is nice. Yeah, for real, exactly. That's where my hair went. It just <laughs> migrated down. Right down. For real. I was saying, that's all I got. And that's why I got to wear the sunglasses. <laughs> I ain't got eyelids underneath this. Nah, know? for real. Because you guys have known each other for so long, though, like, you guys are part of this collective, mm-hmm. but are you guys, in a sense, kind of like a duo at the same time, like you two? Oh, Ooh. man. Love to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, because honestly, what, like, stemmed out of that, and it's like, like, like it's just like even a blessing just to be here like mm-hmm. on this like I appreciate you so Thank much because it's like for the longest time like me and Jay we've spent like if not every day talking on the phone or just you know like being in the same space like we went to the same school we worked the same job type of deal but like I've really just spent so much time like he and I just like you know we used to he took me to my first art show out here and then after that like you know we were just trying to scour just trying to find the next show or like the next uh, you know opportunity to just be around other people like this but we were always doing it together and then like what came with that was like us always like oh man like you know because we're pretty similar like outside of this too so like we're like oh man we gotta you know we gotta do this or like maybe this will happen or like you know could you imagine if one day we end up on a podcast or, yeah could you imagine mm-hmm. if one day we end up doing this it's and the then, universe man no literally yeah, man like literally we spent i man i can't even look back at like call log just hours on end just man could you imagine like what would you say if we was on a podcast <laughs> you know i'm gonna tell them the story about you know hey don't say that don't say that don't say that you know what i mean so it's like Nah. Even like moving, you know, again, like kind of tribally, we just we just do it together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. very similar, you know, real similar people, but very similar aspirations as far as just like wanting to just do what it is we want to do and mm-hmm. having that autonomy, you know, and creating that for ourselves and what that experience looks like. Yeah. So like, you know, you know, we don't do every single thing together, but definitely if it's kind of art related, I mean, I'm in, I'm shooting him a text on, hey, what do you think about this? Or he's, you know, hey, mm-hmm. here, here's a new piece I did. You know, what do, what do you what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Or like. You know, hey, like if I find a show, I'm like, hey, is there space for vendors? You know, I'm gonna toss it to him. Or it's like, if he's found something that's like, hey, the people are looking for, you know, open mic or you know, spoken word artists, he'll shoot, you know, shoot me the link. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, definitely, like we were definitely like, uh, kind of like, you know, Diza Samaro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, got bad the beards boys, too, man. You know, bad boys for life. <laughs> bad you know, boys for life. But yeah, man. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. So, do you are you focused on making like an album or anything like that? Or like, what is, when it comes to like your art? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, um, so definitely, like, I was, uh, like, I, I was doing, like, I had started this, like, a long time ago, just trying to do, like, you know, being, like, a rapper. And this is, like, way back, like, elementary, middle school days. Like, right. I just rhymed a couple words together, and I was like, man, I might have something here. You know, so, <laughs> I was like, the streets don't know about this. Like, you know, so, um, but yeah, man, I mean, now, like, now actually just trying to take the craft and whatnot seriously is, like, I'm uh, currently working on an EP, hey. and I'm uh, really like looking forward to that. That'll come out on my birthday, hey. and uh, it'll be March 23rd, so it'll be my golden year. I'm That's really excited, out. man. It's mm-hmm. gonna be cool, and uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm just like like outside of doing a spoken word, like you know, like kind of vocalist, you know, sing a little mm-hmm. bit, a little R&B and whatnot. I've had like opportunity to, to like hump, like just the bless opportunity to be a part of a couple other people's stuff, like Ricardo Estevan. Yeah. He's got uh, EP coming out. It's called Downtown. So your boy, I'll be on that. That'll be cool. Just you know, layering vocals and stuff like mm-hmm. that, man. But I'm honestly, uh, like, just trying to do, like, kind of anything I can. So, like, in the sense of, like, I, I firmly believe in, like, when I get, like, my goal is, like, when I get to the end of this and really, like, beanie sunglasses off, and even when the, you know, sausage and egg and cheese store closes down for the last time, we sell our final biscuit and, you know, all of that, I'm like, I just want to get to those pearly gates and tell God, like, I did everything that I could with what you gave me, essentially. So, like, I'm trying to do anything. You know, I mean, you might catch me out there, you know, modeling one day. I'm going to hit the gym, hey. you know, but, you know, we coming back into it. You know what I'm saying? But as far as music, yeah, man, I'm definitely uh, tapped in right now. Kind of yeah. like trying to, I wouldn't say pioneer something new, but just do something different, which is like kind of like a mix of just like this lo-fi R&B intermixed with the poetry. But mm. I always 
always like lace a track with like I, I throw I throw like a poem in there somewhere no matter what because that's where I like that's where I came from that's who I am you know what I'm saying I always have to keep it real like that's like you know because I, I I can rap but I'm not a rapper at all like, I'm not a rapper just a just a just, just a poet <laughs> and you know a guy who can sing you know but yeah. really just a poet like sunglasses in the booth guy that's me <laughs> you know but uh, yeah man so March 23rd intro to the Slum Flower series hey that's dope. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Where are you guys' inspirations? I, I feel like you like Common. Do you like oh, Common? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's another yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, facts. But yeah, uh, Common, uh, Brent Fires, that's my dude. Yeah. I love, man, I love that. Because we, we're like, he's from, you know, he's from Maryland. I'm also like from the East Coast, Maryland, DMV. Moved here from North Carolina, Fort Bragg back in 07. But um, yeah, him, like, that's one of my, like, biggest, <laughs> bi- like, biggest, like, influences. Like, I, I really. Cause I, I really, uh, I don't want to say any bad words, but I really enjoy what it is that he's doing. You know, I get down with, uh, you know, everything he does well, as fuck. far as like, fuck, 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 fuck. Well, you know, since we, yes, my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, that's my brother. Yeah, I get down with him, you know, in a sense of like, like his artistry is mad cool, as well as just him as a person too. Like it seems like that's a real dude. I, you know, I enjoy yeah. that. So like, yeah, yeah, him, uh, you know, some local people as well too. Yeah. Like a lot of local people that, um, like people probably wouldn't think that I would be like, like I would be interested in, but like I listen to like uh, like a lot of you know Dave B. Mm. I listen to like a uh, Gifted Gab. Yeah, she actually performed at uh, one of the first art shows that me and Jay ever went to, which was the Beast mm-hmm. Mode uh, art show. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Red Paints. Yeah, yeah, she destroyed that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And that was it was so cool to see her in that because I was like, man, like you know, she has no idea who I am. Like there's <laughs> like literally no idea who I am. But I remember watching that as a spectator, just like. That is one of the most talented people I ever met. You know, her, mm-hmm. Lex Raps, that's, uh, I mean, that's, like, he's in a group too, but I also look to him, like, as, like, a mentor figure and just, like, a good a good person to talk to and that I, you know, I can trust as far as just, hey, man, what do you think about this or how you, you know, this verse or whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, a lot of my, uh, a lot of my influences are actually just people I know, like, Jay, I'm mad inspired by him because I can't paint, but how, like, what he stands for as a person, like, I appreciate him in that way. So, like, that influences a lot of, kind of shapes a lot of who, like, who I am in my everyday life and then who that person is, is like what gets put into the music you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I mean honestly my influences are my friends and then yeah. you know the people I, I would like to be friends with Brent Fias but uh, dude has he performed it or is he coming he's either he's coming March, uh, March 19th okay, yeah, yeah he's on it trust me oh trust me I'll be, <laughs> I'll be I love you <laughs> for real so. look I'm helping to make the sign I'm man. telling you <laughs> I'm telling you man so yeah we're gonna be there look uh, man I'm trying to think influences man there's like the major ones that I yeah. feel like low key everybody is influenced by, but then like he said, there's also like local people. I say major one like Pharrell. Pharrell, man. Pharrell, Pharrell is like a beast, bro. Like it just Insane. Pharrell inspires me because Pharrell does everything. Everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when he went from producing to a, like you know what I'm saying in a band, making music, dropping a clothing line, doing a score for movies. Yeah, like you know weird. what I'm saying? Just I want to be on that same level. Maybe not in like fame but at least in the ability to like people trust me to do mm-hmm. other things like they're like you're so far at this one thing you know what i mean that you could branch off into some other stuff and we'll hire you like we'll, yeah. we'll we'll buy your work you know what i mean or buy your time to go and create for something else uh I'm, i don't want to mess up his full name but kirby from pierre moss mm. he's fire too bro he recently had an episode um on another podcast, I forget the name, but he was just breaking down his journey and man, just mad humble dude. But again, the stuff he does with Pierre Moss, bro, like just unheard of. Like That's just really out there, like really taking mm-hmm. risk in fashion and like really telling a story through it. And it's not just limited to like, 
you know what I mean, just clothing. Like, he's, he's really doing some real stuff. Or yeah. even, honestly, like, besides musicians, like, a lot of clothing designers, too, man. Like, I mean, right now, I'm pretty low-key. But once I get my bread up, I'm trying to make yeah. it into, like, you know what I mean? Like, Ralph Simmons, Rick Owens, like, you know what I mean? Like, just... What do you guys think about Virgil Abloh? Did you, did you watch that? Fire. Oh, man. <laughs> Are you talking about what? Like his pieces? Or? Yeah, all of it. Like, did you see the new Joe Rogan interview with uh-uh. him? Who was he interviewing? Who was interviewing someone? And they, they brought up Off-White. And he was like, what the fuck is that? There's a price tag still on it. You're supposed to keep that on. Oh, he's, uh, like, he's like, I want to clip that shit off. Right. I, honestly, I like it a lot. But I just, honestly, though, I like to see black designers eating, too. Because mm. I really, Shane Oliver from Hood by Air, I really, like, rocked with him heavy. Especially mm. when they were, like, really, really popping, like, 2013, 14. Yeah. So it's like, I, I just really like to see that. Because, honestly, like. One of the things that inspires me visually is when people get to do a runway show. Yeah. Because not only are they, like, picking the models and dressing the models, but they also get to do, like, the, the landscape around it. And I've seen some really weird ones, yeah. man. And it inspires me because I'm like, you, you always see those funny pictures where they have, like, some garment of clothing that's just out there. Like, a person's wearing, like, a whole balloon <laughs> yeah. as a dress. And you're like, man, that's dumb. Like, why would somebody <laughs> do it? But for the same reason, that's why I love it. Because I'm like, they don't, they're not limited. You right. know what I mean? Because I feel like... As far as like a regular visual artist, you're kind of limited in what you can paint. Mm-hmm. Like you can do anything, yes, but people tend to buy a lot of the same things. And mm-hmm. there's some stuff that I might appreciate other people's work for, but I may not part like you know try to do that myself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna paint Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's been done before. Jesus got plenty of paintings. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't need another one from me. Like and there's no you know no offense yeah. to anybody who does that. Like that if sense. you think you could add something new or creative to it, do it. But I'm like, for me, that's not it. Or like a black Goku or something. <laughs> it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not really my lane. Like, that's right. somebody else. They could do that. I'm not doing that. It's been done. You know that's what I'm saying? Like, somebody out there with that black Goku. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It might be fire. <laughs> <laughs> it might be fire, but I just can't do it, bro. Like, it's no shame in it, but it's just, it's been done. I'm trying to do something that hasn't been done. So, I just, right. yeah. The, like those influences, but also too, like he said, local people. Anytime I get to talk to somebody locally, yeah. who's like also super chill, like Perry Pates is a big one. I met him and Lex at the same show. Oh. This was a show in Tacoma by the same, um, there's a store in Tacoma called ETC. They've been rocking for a few years and pretty much like everybody in Tacoma rocks it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I know when I'm outside of Tacoma who's from Tacoma because I see that yeah. little logo and I'll be like, mm-hmm. you from Tacoma, ain't you? And like, it's immediately recognizable. Yeah. But they're dope, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They own the shop, they print the clothes, all that, and, like, they're they're really doing their thing. Like, really, like, entrepreneurs in the truest sense and, like, just also super invested in their community, hosting events at their shop, really giving back. So they were, like, a huge inspiration really early, like, before I even got into anything. Mm-hmm. But then at one of their shows, Watermelon Sunday, I met Perry, I met Lex, and we just chopped it up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And they were, like, mad regular. Like, it wasn't, like, on some, like... At this point, you know, Perry had been painting a little bit, but he wasn't on some Hollywood, like, oh, I don't, you know, I can't talk yeah. to you, you know what I'm saying? You're a regular. Like, <laughs> now nah, we are talking about, like, music, wrestling, like, just regular stuff, man. And um, they're hella cool people. So anytime, like he was saying, even at the shows, uh, when you get to connect with the artists, you know what I'm saying, besides just buying the piece, that's something that makes a difference, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's that inspires me more than just seeing a piece out and about and not knowing the artist. Right. Because I don't know where that idea came from. So, honestly, I'm inspired by a lot. Inspired by anything, really. But more so connecting to it or people just doing off-the-wall stuff. Right. Like, that's, yeah. Like Vans. 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, no pun intended, but even fans, fans will have yeah, some stuff every once in sure. a while. But I just, yeah, I just like people, yeah, people doing weird stuff, man. Like, just what about Kanye? What are your guys' opinions on Kanye? Man, it's uh, tough, but uh, it's tough, man. You know, uh, man, yeah, we had a BSU beat about that actually. No, oh, no, yeah, man, that was uh, that was awkward, but yeah, that yeah. was cool, you know, yeah. like man. through the wire, like uh, all falls down, Kanye, yeah, oh, man, right? Like, it's like it depends on what album you're talking oh, about because, no. like, 808 808s and back. <laughs> Life of Pablo and on, I don't know. <laughs> like, man. turn that shit off. Yeah, right, yeah, because he just. He built a brand, though, man. That's what oh, I'm right. saying. Like, yeah. as a creative, I like I definitely appreciate a lot of the stuff he's done. My, my disagreements lie in the stuff he says outside of his projects. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Uh, but sonically, like, it's there. Like, oh, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Is, like, yeah. Kanye beat is Kanye beat. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's never anything to, like, you know, be like, oh, that's not good. You know what yeah. I mean? But also, too, that's been a more recent conversation of whether or not we should separate the artists from their views. Yeah. And that's... Well, it's R. Kelly, yeah. of course. If it's Right, yeah, exactly. And I, I think Kanye has said a lot of dumb mm-hmm. stuff and done a lot of dumb stuff, but none of it is like... Not to say as bad, but like yeah. R. Kelly is R. Kelly. Like that, yeah. that's, you know what I mean? That's a whole molester. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's like... I know. think Kanye means well. I just think he has too many thoughts going on at once. I th- okay. People, oh. This is something I say for every like anybody famous. Yeah, you don't always have to share those thoughts. <laughs> like I think that's one thing that people don't benefit from is like just knowing when to shut up. Right. Like you know what I mean? Because people tweet out stuff or they're, they're a video release or we got a secret phone call from you didn't have to say it. Right. You could have kept that thought to yourself. Nobody would know how you feel about anything if you just shut up. And there's people right. like nowadays that you know what I mean who are you know maybe just truly not good people, but we'd never know. They're behind the scenes. They're behind the curtain. You know what I mean? And not to say that's a good thing that these people are out there, but they can exist because they don't speak out. Kanye is going to take every opportunity to take the microphone, and sometimes you don't have to say your first thought. You know what I mean? Like, like if I say everything that pops in my head all day, they're going to cancel me, too, because they're going to be like, dang, bro. you got Yeah, for real. Like, like, exactly. Like, I can't be at work wilding. You You don't have to answer, Spike. For real. Huh? I said, Jay, I'm your friend, <laughs> and I don't lost thousands. <laughs> For real, like, like, like yeah, yeah, bro. That's so what I, work with kids too. Oh man, that's what like, I'm saying. Exactly. Like, yeah, if I said everything I thought in my head, bro, they'd be like, man, get this man out of here. Like, but that's the thing, though. You shut up, nobody knows, bro. If Kanye oh, just shut up sometimes, make beats, he'd be all right, man. But he digs himself into that hole sometimes. Right. Truly. What is the importance of having like a stick and being unique to you guys? You oh, got the beanie and man. the sunglasses. Oh, bro, you yeah, that is the most important thing. On it, I mean, well, okay, I'm not gonna say that's the most important thing, but I feel like, you know, depending on what it is you're trying to do, like, you know, you have to be able to stand out in some diff- some type of way to show like what it is that you're doing is different or that you are different. If that's something important to you, mm-hmm. but it's like even for me, it's like, you know, what I'm saying like I I, I don't necessarily do this like because I'm like oh man like I want to be different. I just was I had already felt like that I was different in my like as a person in the sense of just like like you know on some real like indigo child type stuff but like, really just on <laughs> really some, no oh facts. you believe in that stuff yeah bro i was about to say we can talk about that later too because i, I want to pick your brain on that then because like but i had already felt like that like i was like i feel as if like because that's kind of where this comes from too which is like like the spider-man comics is like the idea that kind of shaped it like the illustrator making the eyes to look like that so you can't see behind the mask yeah. and then like me kind of adopting that as well too but like for me, this really is just like something very personal to me where I'm like, it is truly like the way that I live my life and the way that I believe in the things around me. Like, there's a whole other universe behind this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
like uh yeah so i mean for me it's like standing out and being different is definitely something important however i feel as if like like there has to be a reason there doesn't have to be like you should have a reason as to why you know you're standing out or something like that mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying like i don't just put this on just to be funny you know what i'm saying i'm not like right. oh hey this would be this would be a cool gimmick that uh you know give me x amount of views on blank 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 now this is like this is really how i view myself as a right. person you know what i'm saying this is really how i go about my everyday life like we were at a club stage and I was wearing, and, and I was wearing this. You know what I'm saying? This, mm -hmm. this, we're not an event. This is not anything for me performing. This is not like I'm sitting next to my girl, and she also had a beanie and sunglasses on. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's really what you know what I'm saying. Like this, this what this the is about. The baby's gonna come out with a beanie and no, sunglasses. No, no, no. Come to the crib. You see my cat walk by with some sunglasses. You know what I'm saying? And it's that, that's what it is. But you know what I'm saying? So as far as I think sticking out and standing out is very important, especially like. If you were trying to do, like, if you're doing something that a lot of other people are also doing, or if you find yourself in something that, you know, like in music or, you know, making art and stuff like that. But as long as you are being authentic to yourself while you're doing that, I feel like that's, like, I feel like that's more important. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowing what, why, why you're doing what you do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. So, I, yeah, I just feel like, you know, as long as you know what that is, and yeah, I, I feel like that's mad, mad important. Mm -hmm. Right. And like he's saying, too, it's not super <clears throat> contrived. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, whatever flows natural for you, that'll become your your uniqueness as you go along. And I don't think that you shouldn't have to overthink it. It should be something that you already do. Right. You know what I mean? And already feel. And maybe you build upon that, but it's not. Yeah, it's not like a contrived effort to be unique. Like I think even when I'm doing certain pieces, like especially visually, you have to stand out because you know again, a lot of similar stuff can be painted or right. replicated, and that might already be a thing that exists. So when I'm doing it, I'm literally just trying stuff sometimes. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm working with new materials or I'm trying out new techniques with the intention on creating something that hasn't been done, but also it's a very natural flow. Like I'm not, you know, saying like, what's popular right now? What should I do? Like, you know, <laughs> right. if I like doing it and if I have, sometimes I just take every supply I have in the house and throw it at a canvas you know what I mean and that might end up being something yeah. but it also comes from you know just my love of doing it so mm -hmm. yeah like the anything like that'll set you apart will happen but you have to you have to constantly be creating to find your style mm -hmm. that's what it is because even if it's your first time in anything you know what I mean you branch off into something new you may not know anything about it but you're like some of your shortcomings are going to end up influencing your style too you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of things that visually I might not be able to do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a person who does, like, photorealism. You know what I mean? So maybe my faces or my hands are not that good. If I replace those with certain things, now that's a part of it. That might be something that sets my work apart. Because they're like, oh, this person, like, you know, does the faces in yellow for whatever reason. Now it's that's a signature. Now when people see a yellow face or whatever... Actually, man, that's messed up because that sounds, sounds yeah, 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 that sounds keep bad. On, keep on, keep on, <laughs> No <laughs> racial. I was thinking of emojis when you were saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what I was thinking about too. But then I also realized that's a real term. My bad, y'all. But um, yeah, no, it's all good. That's yeah. But something like that, right. you know what I mean? Like a signature, right? Yellow dot, let's say that. Yellow a dot. yellow dot, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not so, a face. So do you think, like, for you, emotion, is, like, the beanie and, like, the sunglasses, like, a barrier in a way to, like, keep out? I mean, you know, like, so, like, the way that I, the way that I explain it is kind of, like, like, because for me it's, like, another universe back there, but it's also, like, for the, like, the audience or whomever that, like, I'm in contact with it, like, in that capacity, it's, like, like, this is supposed to be a blank face, so that way, like, when I'm talking about whatever it is I'm talking about, 
you can kind of resonate with that by putting putting yourself like imprinting yourself on what it is I'm saying. But like this is kind of like like you're just hearing something out loud and it's coming from like somebody that you don't know or like like literally just a blank face that you're like, oh man, I could feel that. Like I can imprint myself on that emotion or on that right. feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like really on like some phantom type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like it, it's really like. Cause like people will say like oh like you know it makes you come off as like insecure or you know like not vulnerable or whatever but it's it's really more so like the challenge to that that being that like you know I'm really like a regular person behind this but you know I I do this for me you know what I'm saying so you should do something for you so like me doing this for me which is like hey I'm a stand out in front of these people that I don't know and you know profess my love for blank or talk about my feelings and stuff like that you know what I'm saying that's like that's where the vulnerability is at it's not like in between you being able to see me, but more so like listen to what it is that I'm saying. It doesn't matter what what it looks like or who it's coming from, because you should be able to like if I'm doing what I'm doing correctly, like you should be able to feel what I'm saying and to the point where like oh man, like he's talking about a girl he used to like. I remember when that happened for me. You know what I'm saying? Or like that that person that you know like really that that just apparition is just speaking these words that like right. I could resonate with. You know what I'm saying? That like that's like that's what it is that I'm really trying to drive with this. Not necessarily like, oh, what's happening behind that and stuff like that, but like really like 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 pay no attention to this. Listen to what I'm saying, you know, and then put your life in the in those, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or look at this person standing right here and it's like, oh okay, like I I feel that. Like that's really a real dude. Cause like I also look at it too, it's like I um I actually have a fear of public speaking, you know what I'm saying? I have a uh I get very nervous very easily. I get uh like like a nervous drinker. Like I've drank all the water I had in here. Before we even started this, I just been and then you spilled the rest on your pants. No, literally, you know what I'm saying? It's mad nervous always. You know what I'm saying? But like, this is not supposed to be like, like, oh man, like I got it. But this is like, like Brian is one person. Emotion to poet is somebody else. But emotion to right. poet is whoever you need or want that person to be for you. You right. know what I'm saying? And that's like, oh hey, I got something for everybody, but something that you could resonate with by placing yourself on this person, you know what I mean? Wait, so, so like, Emotion the Poet might give you a loan, but Brian might not? I, no, truly, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, you know, nine to, nine to five, Monday through Monday, yeah. Brian is a, you know, a stand-up guy working with kids trying to change the community. You know what I'm saying? Catch yeah. me at 5.30 on Friday? I mean, you know, that, that's somebody that's somebody else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's funny. Still yeah. essentially the same vibe of like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a, we can feel that's a pretty decent person, but at the same time, you know, it's not, you know, like, I, like I, in the scene, like, you could be, Anything you want to be, you build, you create that persona. You, you know, you live yeah. a whole completely different life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like the people that are, you know, med students by day, and DJs at night, or something like that. Yeah. You, know what yeah, I'm true, saying? True. you really can create whatever that is that you want that to be. So for this, like, this is supposed to create an experience for, like, the other person or the other people, the persons that like make this experience whatever it is to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you hear me say something that you could resonate with, like, it don't matter what I look like. You know, it matters, you know, how you felt about it. Mm -hmm. This is just coming from a blank face, and you know, from my perspective. You know what I mean? Because, like, like I said, like, for me, behind all of this, like, it's a it's a whole other universe. So I'm stepping into something different. I'm tapped in. And now that I'm tapped in, I'm just speaking. And, you know, if you if you could resonate with that, like, cool. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, again, like, this is really whatever you want to make that experience to be. Mm -hmm. If you see me as someone who just looks mad vulnerable, and, you know, you allow that to deprive yourself from, like, what I'm trying to say to yeah. you or through you, I mean, that's up to you. Or if you you know listen to me speak and you hear something that like you're like damn I had a I had a similar experience to that you know okay cool like that that's that's what I was trying to do which was you know put something out there into the world and if it gets caught cool but you know you you caught it on the basis of not knowing anything other than like a floating beanie and some sunglasses you know what I mean like 
there was no tie. You didn't know who I was. You didn't feel like you had to, you know, feel any type of way because of Brian. You just literally saw emotional poet, whoever that guy is, whatever that guy is, whatever he's about. But he said something I could resonate with. You know, he made me feel something, and that because that's for me, that's all it's about. Like I'm really just trying to make you feel something. You know, what I mean, I'm not in it for the fame. I'm not in it for the money or nothing like that. Like because like I said, Brian, like he he works nonprofit. You know, nine to five job just. Trying to work with the kids. I'm not in it for the mass exposure. Like, I like 600 followers on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I'm just in it to make you feel something. So, like, whatever that something is, that's that you have to find yeah. that. But I'm just going to give you the catalyst of me saying something. And, you know, me, like, I know who I am. But someone not knowing what this is about, like, hey, we don't know who that guy was. You know what I'm saying? But he says something that we can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I met these people in Canada when I had a show out there. And, I and like, they were just really resonating with some, with the things that I was saying and they're, oh, you know, that made us feel this way or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, you know, if you didn't, if you saw me without this, you'd have no idea who that person was. You know what I'm saying? You'd have, like, I could have said the same thing and I could have came back, you know, without the beanie and sunglasses on, you'd walk right past me, not even knowing who I was. But you resonated with what you heard and what you felt, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's kind of like, man, that was a long tangent, my fault. But that's, no, that's definitely kind of, you know what I'm saying, what, what like this is supposed to be interpreted as you know it's your experience you right. know what i'm saying like whatever it is that i that you hear you should put yourself onto this not like walk in my shoes but really like you know that that creates that like for me it, it's it's supposed to kind of create like a safety net for the other person where like you don't have to feel judged by me because you don't know who i am right. you know what i'm saying you can't even see my face like you can't see if i'm lifting my eyebrows be like what the hell like Whatever, whatever, you literally don't have any clue. You, yeah. like, even when I type poems for people on the spot, it's like, they'll sit down and, like, if we have conversation, cool. If not, that's also fine. But, like, regardless, I will type you whatever I can, and I might say something that, you know, maybe struck something in you that happened, like, a trauma years ago that you're, you know, working to get over, and, you know, maybe you resonated with that, or I said something to you. But regardless, you don't know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, and that's supposed to be the, the beauty of it, where it's like, this is a stranger who can, you know, relate to you in a way that, like, Typically, you'll find that connection with people that you put time and energy into, but this is really, again, someone that, you know, just a blank face, you know what I mean? And that's what I want to do with this podcast. I'm all about breaking down these stigmas. Like, I hate that your worth is by how many followers you have on Instagram. No, honestly. That's, none of that stuff honestly. is relevant, you know? Like, some people are happy with just being, like, a local influence, you know? It doesn't always have to be. You don't need the huge stage with all the lights like coming down the local on you. sausage, egg, and cheese, baby. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. We coming, we coming up. Yeah. That's real, too, because honestly, like, I think if that's always your goal or your focus is to be major, then mm. people jump at stuff that is not always to their benefit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, people will jump at a terrible contract, you know what I'm saying, or exposure in some way, shape, or form that... Porn. You know, or something, man. <laughs> like, you know, people, like, just, you put something out and... Your, your label is backing it or whatever, but they're not in your vested interest. They just need the next new hot artist. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're not worried about you, the individual. They're not saying, oh, Motion the Poet, like, let's create something like in longevity for him that will feed his family or whatever. You know what I mean? They're like, nah, we need a hot new act. Which oh, one so of y'all? One is, album, one, yeah, yeah like that little Nas X. He had that old town road. Like, we need a new old town road. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not, it's not always, you know, about that and it shouldn't be because if that's your motivation then it's like cool you can do that and you'll burn out equally as quickly so it should be because you truly want to do it you that's know what true. i'm saying and also too with notoriety it's like who who is affirming you like who 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 are you doing it for because if you're doing it for just a bunch of random people like i mean i guess if that makes you feel good then go for it <laughs> you know what i'm saying but i 
like the people who I hold and esteem, like high esteem or whatever, who I value their opinions are other creatives. Because I'm like, y'all do this too. You know what I mean? So I, if somebody says like, this looks good to me or whatever, even if they're not another visual artist, I, I'm like, I'm taking that, you know what I mean, to heart because I'm like, this is another artist. So you function in a creative state, you just don't do this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Or if I were to venture out into something else and people like, oh, you know, like say I did music, they like, I like your music. I'm taking that opinion more than just some random Instagram follower because I might not know this person in real life. You know what I mean? And that that connection is not there. So it's like cool. Like it's a cool idea to have a lot of followers and stuff. But again, it's like, do you have a lot of followers and like two comments? You know what I'm saying? Is it like 10,000 followers and two comments? And those are really the only people rocking? And yeah. it's just a bunch of either like ghost followers or, yeah. you know, a bunch of random people that don't know you or are these like like actual followers, you know what I mean? Or people that you have real connections with. Cause those are the best ones. Like that's yeah. that's the best to have people show up to the show cause they really actually are cool with you as a person, really value your work, you know what I'm saying? Like they want yeah. to be a part of whatever your story is as opposed to just, you know, like, oh, they follow you cause you're popping. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like anybody <laughs> could be popping, that's the thing. Like anybody could be popping. It's right. not, yeah, it's, it, it's not hard. Would you rather know Jay-Z in person or have him follow you on Instagram? Right, no, for real, like honestly, like, no, honestly, yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's like they say, like, you know, it's like, I'd much rather be in a room with, like, 10 of the right people than just, like, 100 people, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, like, not even, like, the right people in a sense of, like, oh, what can they do for me, but more, like, the right people, like, 10 people that actually care about, you know, what it is I was doing and, like, you know, stuff like that. Like, for me, it's like, I work with kids, you know, as we've talked about, so it's like, you know, what means more to me is not, like, oh, if I write, write this poem and it, you know, goes, you know, you know, this poem sold, you know, triple platinum or something like that. You know, they got the poem and a plaque on like a record or something. But no, like, mm -hmm. like one of my kids, he was like, oh, I want to write a, write a poetry book type deal. It's the you know inspiration. No, like mm -hmm. that, like that, like, you know, that like blew my heart in like 20 pieces. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, I appreciate that because not only have I been able to translate that, you know, into like my actual job and stuff like that, but enough to be some type of person where, you know, one of the kids that I work with on the caseload is like, oh man, I want to try writing poetry and now we're writing a book together. It's called The Old Days. So when that drops, make sure you, you copy for him because yeah. that's going to make him happy. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? So even with stuff like that, like I feel like, you know, followers or following and stuff like like people won't even talk to you if you don't even have X amount of following. I know, a, it's super. A weird man. ratio or something where mm -hmm. they're like, ah, you know, we can't, we can't <laughs> get down with you. And it's like, you know, I always tell Jay, like, you know, you never know who's even going to be in a room in the sense of what, like, it takes one person to change your whole life. And, you know, people will deprive themselves of that opportunity because of these superficial things of like, oh, yeah, I can't talk to you because you got under, you know, you don't, you don't got the blue check. You know what I'm right. saying? You don't got a K next to that follower. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, I still had a bunch to offer. You know what I'm saying? I still had a lot that I could have Still a person. No, really. Yeah. Like I could have brought yeah. a lot to the table, but I guess just I won't bring it to your table. You know what right. I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yeah, man. Makes sense. And followers are fickle too. Mm -hmm. Like people want, you know, you whatever. can lose them all. Right, oh, that's true. what I'm saying. People want what they want out of you too. You know what I mean? Because I like, especially too, like when it comes to musicians, especially man, you'll watch it where they'll drop an album that's different from what they've been putting out. That shit sucks. It immediately yeah. is polarizing. Like people be like, man, I'm not messing with this dude. A chance to rap. Yeah, big day. nah, for oh, real, man. exactly. And that's what I'm saying. There is a core fan base that is genuinely yeah. appreciates him as a person, is gonna support his music, mm -hmm. and then. Is the rest of the followers that are gonna want, you know, a particular vibe of like one or two popular songs or whatever they want out of him, and they're they're gonna unfollow as soon as he does something different or as yeah. soon as he has a different message or whatever. So it's like again, and you like in this day and age, you can lose followers too. People get canceled all the time, stuff like that happens. So it's like the followers are not there. 
the fans maybe, and I don't say fans in like a condescending way. Like anybody who supports me, I'm a fan of them, they're a fan of me. Like it's right. a mutual exchange, you know? But those like that core group, like a real solid fan base is <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be yeah. like the, the true supporters. You know what I mean? Like supporters would be the best word. Like that's what I want more than followers. Oh, like yeah, give man. me give me two hundred supporters in any day over like a few thousand followers. Cause mm-hmm. it's like that's all you need for a cult, you know. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Look, I mean, don't get me started on the cults, bro. That's so interesting. I was just talking about the other day, bro. You you know about Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate. Uh, are they the ones with the rat poison in? And they was all about to ascend. It was. Like oh, the, wait, wait, no, was the, 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 the Kool Aid guy. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. Yeah, I watch all that shit all yeah. the time. Man, it's so interesting, bro. Because oh. I just like not like I'm trying to start my own, obviously, but like just <laughs> I don't I don't know what people like. See, what, we have that much power though to right, convince that's what, I'm what drives people to do that. That's yeah, man. That's it. Yeah. We need to have another podcast episode just, just where we focus on cults and conspiracy theories. Dead ass. Shoot me an Instagram. I'll be there. I'm, say, like, I'm coming with a full notebook. Yes, <laughs> for sure. we're actually doing that. I'll take right. sunglasses. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Shoot. Shoot. I'll infiltrate the cult. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'll be up in there oh, posing man. undercover. I'm Dude, Once Upon a Time of Hollywood was such a good movie. Did you guys watch that? No. Dude, that's one of my favorite. Everyone hates his hating on it. But if you recommend it, I'll check it out. I gotta watch it now. Brad Pitt and Leo together. Oh, that's insane. It was a good movie. People think it's really slow. It's like a slow burn for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's okay. For a Quentin Tarantino movie, it's definitely. Yeah, the slow ones always turn out to be the best. Yes. Ones, so. really I'm telling you, that's how I look at like even with you know what like you're trying to do, we're trying to do all of that. Like it's the grind. I mean, you know, it's a slow start. You know, but we gonna get there. For when sure, we get yeah. there, I'm telling you, it's, it sparks. You for know sure. what I'm saying? So I'm about to say I'm not ready for a quick start anyway. Truly. You know what I mean? Because I I need to get stuff down packed before I'm ready to really. Mm-hmm. Branch out, Truly. you know what sure. I mean? Because right now, like you said, we work in a nonprofit. I ain't even got enough money. <laughs> they offer me anything at this point. I'm like, uh, what you have to I do? gotta <laughs> consider it. Like, I'm like, oh, that is more than I'm making. Oh, like, <laughs> it's a low bar. Something less, bro. I mean, uh, maybe. <laughs> like, so I gotta become a motion porn star. I mean, you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Can you change your name for Jay? I'm like. Now, how much are we talking? <laughs> emotion to support dog. I, I'm telling you. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You, you guys both like, are... It's really emotion to blank. Like, whatever they need. Yeah, I'm like, please. I'm like, man. Just kidnap Jesus and Marilyn and just replace them. And like, man, no I one wish, knows. bro. That's his own brand, bro. I listen to that podcast Dude, all the it's time, fun, bro. bro. Yeah, hilarious. See, they got attention, too. Like, it was a slow burn for them, too. Now oh, yeah. Now HBO, mm-hmm. like... That's Back in the Jesus yeah. versus Mero days, bro, mm-hmm. before they were even on Vice, yeah, yeah. bro, Facts. for sure. It all comes together. Just have to be patient, you know. Yeah, man. But as you guys continue to grow, what do you want to use your platform to do? Oh man, like are you talking like individually or is like, is like a both? Like, oh man, I mean, is like this is like for just for me, like with fundamental, like as that continues to grow as an entity, like. I can't wait to see that just do and be any and everything. Like we like really turn that almost into like Black Wall Street again. Yeah. You know I'm saying really just offer have a platform for any everybody to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Give that inspiration. Like my biggest thing is like I've always wanted to be who I needed when I was coming up. So now I try to translate that and put that into my art and like the people that I'm around. So like we're fundamental. Like we could really turn that 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 entity into whatever we or other people would have needed it to be when they were coming up. You know what I'm saying? Someone, even if it's just an entity to believe in you and back you in this type of way, we can do that. You know what I'm saying? Fundamentally, we got lawyers, music, all, I mean, literally all of that, but under this large umbrella of Rock Nation. No, facts. Like, <laughs> literally. And shout out to, uh, you know, Lester Pearson. That was his, that was his, him and Brianna Allen. That was their baby. They, you know, they had that. They built that. Mm. They brought us in. So definitely want to honor that. But um, yeah, individually though, like, oh man, like, man, I just want this platform. Like, I don't know. I think I want to definitely, like, you know, 
Minus the sausage, egg, and cheese thing. Like, I definitely want to create something. That sounds so good right now. I, I'm telling you, know, you know, we can real. get that popping after this. But I'm telling <laughs> you, like, I, I think it's, like, for myself, I, I, I don't know. I want to make something for, like, uh, nerdy, like, introverted black kids that, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that were, like, that other people that were secretly nerdy but just felt as if they had to not be to, you know, kind of fit in. But yeah. I want to make something for them. You know what I'm saying? The... The Yu-Gi-Oh players, you know, the sitting underneath the stair kids, like we were, I was there, I'm telling you, like the yeah. where my hug at niggas, I was one of those, you know, still am, you don't ever stop being that, you know, you know what I'm saying, so I'll tell my people out there, but I want to create like something for them that shows like, hey, you know, I can do it, we can do it, Yeah. you know, kind of like, you ever seen that commercial, like back in the day, we'll come on, it's like two in the morning, and it's like the dude, and he's like, you know, you sit on the couch, you're not doing nothing, oh, you know, what, what you doing with your life, you, you ought to get up, call this number, like yeah. I'm going to be, commercial. yes, yeah, like, bro. Life is passing you by, like, <laughs> minus that life is passing you by part, I want to be somebody inspirational like that. Like, I was probably, like, 10 years old watching that commercial. Like, how do I get into college? Right, I'm like, real. this nigga might be on to something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I plan to mm -hmm. take this poetry and have it do that. Like, yeah. you're, you're sitting on the couch, you're not typing nothing. You know, why don't you write something down? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you want to start a book, I will help you. Right. You know, you want to start a TV show, like, any... Any service that I have, I will make applicable to you to make applicable to whatever you got going on. Yes. Even if I don't know it, I'm going to get you the answer. You know what I'm saying? But I want to create a platform, like, for emotion to pull it. Like, I want, like I said, it's emotion to blank. Whatever you need that to be, I'm going to make it happen for you. You know, I, emo, I was emotion to painter a few months ago. I can't really paint, but, I, you know, I got some people together to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I emotion to person who is good with kids, you know. I got you. Drop them off. I'm going to take care of them. Hey. You know, not too long, though, because, you know what I'm saying, I got shit to do, too. But yes. <laughs> just want to, you know, just want to, like I said, be who I needed when I was coming up and what that looks like for me as well as what that looks like for the communities I get to serve or, like, the people that I'm blessed to even just have come my way. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yeah, man, whatever that looks like for them. But emotion to blank. That's what that's going to be, you know, a few years from now where I'm like, hey, if you need it, I got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So Now I feel that. I just want to be able to create something that I can keep doing forever. That's really it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And put that, be able to let other people do that too. Like golf. Like, you know, <laughs> like low key, yeah. but just something where, hey, go get tiger. like, <laughs> like with some of the connections we made, like, or some of the places like opening up their spaces for us, these have been older people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people who are 50, 60 years old or whatever, and they may own the space and operate it and open it up for younger artists to use. So I want to be in that position. Yeah. I want to be able to, like something like this that we're sitting in right now, this studio, like be able to open up my doors for people who are younger than me that want to create. Because at some point we're going to phase out. You know what I mean? We're not going to be the most current generation and we're, we're kind of be past our prime a little bit, but mm -hmm. I don't want to ever be out of the loop. You right. know what I mean? Where I'm just old and setting my ways and I'm like music sounded the best between these years and this years and stuff looked the coolest and these movies was the like best ones like I still want to be like what's new what's current mm -hmm. and like be like receiving fresh ideas and stuff just personally and then also too like just in the grand scheme of things like the way we get to work with cool people now who are a part of this local scene I just want to work with bigger people like, I don't know how, I don't know when, but, like, if Rico Nasty needs some cover yes. artwork, bro, I want to work <laughs> with Rico Nasty or, like, somebody like that who I just always rocked with anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just so I could, like, get to work with some of my favorite artists. You know what I'm saying? And eventually Comes shoot, time, man. be somebody's favorite artist to work yes. with. You know what I mean? To the point where they want to reach out to me. Like, I don't know. But really just, yeah, just being able to provide a platform for people and then just also 
just having some kind of longevity in this because I don't want to like just do this temporarily. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I right. really like when I envision it myself as an old person, I envision a cool old person. You With know a full beard finally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Connected <laughs> beard. You know what I'm saying? I got my little Kango. Like you know what I'm saying? But I'm still, I'm still moving. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not done for. I'm not just at the crib bored. Like. I want to be doing this, you know what I mean? Still. Everyone wants to be a doctor, you know? Like, that's Man, the pinnacle. That's what oh, I'm that's saying, shit. though. It's still shaking and moving after all yeah. these years and still, like, bringing other people up. For exactly, sure. exactly. Like, that's Anderson Pock, bro. He's still, yeah, man. Still, oh, like, he's good, still pumping out amazing artists. Same thing, bro. If he was ever to, Ugh. if I was ever to collaborate with him, because, yeah, man, just fire music. Like, just, yeah, appreciate what To get that does. golden touch, we're boom. Man, oh, exactly, man. Yeah. exactly. For sure. Nah, truly. You know? Well, guys, what is some advice that you have for up-and-coming Seattle artists, creators, influencers? Oh, man. Uh, I think, first and foremost, never let the devil work harder than you do. Like, you know what I'm saying? You believe in whatever, do whatever you believe in, and, you know, if you believe in that, like, don't let nobody t- tell you anything different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, and this is not at all, like, this is coming from someone who's really, like, doing something, or I'm, like, you know, I'm still trying to build up who I am as a person, as well as just, like, this emotional poet, but it's also, like, you know, I just look back at my own life, and I'm, like, man, like, if I had listened to all the people that were, like, oh, man, stop writing that shit, you know, that's trash, or, you know, get over yeah. her, or something, you know what I'm saying, if I listened to all of that, like, you know, man, I'd, you know, I'm sure I'd be doing something else, but I would not be in this position where I, where I actually feel good about what it is I do, or what I put out to the world, or, like, the, the ways that I try to feed the universe and it's, you know, I feel like it's being well received finally, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that, and a lot, all of that just came by just believing in myself and like believing in what I, what I, what I do and like all of that, man. So definitely believe in yourself, like, you know, and you always like to whomever is ever out there, like if you feel as if no one believes in you, fundamental got you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We believe, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is. Cause I remember being the person that was, oh, that's weird. And then, you know, now people are like, oh, hey, what's that about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, you, yeah, just believe in yourself. You know, you got the talent. Like, I believe in uh, educe, and that, that's to bring out. And people always say, like, oh, education is key. But the root word of education is educe. So not necessarily education through the traditional school system being the key, but more so knowing about yourself is the key mm-hmm. to getting to whatever it is, this life that you plan to obtain. So, like, you know, bringing that out of you is more so, like, once you get to that, believing in yourself, make, bringing that out. That's, you know, that's, that's where it all starts. That's when it clicks. You know what I'm saying? And then you just got to run with it. So I believe in that. I believe in that, you know, and I, that's that's what I would put out there to the world, man. Mm-hmm. I would say <clears throat> a lot of similar stuff to him, but also um, no one to say no. Oh you yeah, know what I mean that's a tough one, especially being a younger creative or just a younger worker. Period, man. Like yeah. people think that their time is valuable because mm-hmm. they haven't been a part of this for that long, or maybe they're newer to the graph. But no one to say no. No one that you know what I mean, like contract isn't in your interest project isn't in your interest because if it makes you feel any discomfort or if it makes you feel like you're not being valued you are selling your time your time your idea your creativeness all that is something that you know in the society we live in and under capitalism is going to be monetized so it's like if you are going to sell this even though that's not something that should always be sold sometimes it's just something that should be shared no yeah exactly when to say like i'm not going to do this project you know what i mean like i don't you know, I'm not feeling where we're going creatively with this, or I just don't feel like I'm going to be compensated well enough. Because I think that's something where 
a lot of people early in the game, especially, will hit you for exposure. Oh, yeah, bro, I'll get you some exposure. Like, you know, just, just sign me a few pieces, bro. Like, you know, and I'm like, man, I put time and effort into these pieces, bro. Like, this man put time and effort into his music, his poetry. It's not free. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Because the supplies weren't free. And, you right. know, not like I'm concerned with making a ton of money off mm -hmm. of it, but at the same time, like, until pain is free, I'm not giving away free work, <laughs> you know? So that's, <laughs> like, That makes sense, though. You know, like, the same thing. Anything, production, all that, man. Like, people want free beats, but it's like, people get paid for that, bro, and people steal stuff all yeah. the time, you know what I mean? Like, so, also, too, that, as far as advice, copyright your stuff, you know what I mean? Make sure that legally you're good to go, you know what I mean? Because you never know when somebody might find you online and use your stuff without your consent, and that that sucks man it's a bad feeling knowing that you could potentially have a number one song and not own the rights to it yeah you know what i mean stuff like that so have drake come along and use it man and imagine oh, too man. and that's okay. the thing drake he'll Dude. find new people in the cut if you sound different oh, yeah, yeah man look unless you have an accent from another part of the room oh, yeah, sound, sound, sound. yeah for real bro just pull a new dancehall artist out, yeah. of, out of his hat bro like i'm telling you but yeah no that and then uh as far as advice goes, like kind of like you were saying with finding your niche, like whatever it is that you think you do individually, whatever, like find that and roll with it, yeah. stand upon it. You know what I mean? And also, this is just for like doing like stuff in the creative field, but also for your own mental health. Like carve out time for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be time to rest or whether that be time to create, like carve that out into your weekly schedule and see if it don't change your life in some way. Because yeah, a lot of the time you get caught up in just going to work you so burnt from work, you come home, kick it, you know what I'm saying, watching TV or something, go to bed, repeat. And yeah. it's really easy to get lost in that way. It's easy to get, you know, caught up in a 40-hour work week and not have the motivation to make a podcast or yeah. to, you know what I mean, produce a song or whatnot. So really, say like Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Sunday, I don't even care what time it is. Like Sunday, 8 to noon, I'm just going to create. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? Whatever works for your schedule, try and fit it in there because – the rest of life don't care about your schedule until you make it. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I mean, Loki, like real quick, just to add on to that, too, it's like, it's, you know, already kind of been talked about, but like, just kind of like also knowing organic. your worth, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's going to say organic. Kind of like knowing your worth and stuff, too, because uh, I'm a firm believer, like, people will, and, and this isn't like different, you know, interactions, of course, too, but like people will always talk to you or like the certain things they talk about to you, they'll always do that based on how they believe that you can interpret it or like they will limit you to their own limits and things like that. So definitely just kind of knowing your worth and stuff because it's like a lot of times people will talk to you and like be uh, very condescending or talk to you as if you have not already been doing something or as if, you know, kind of dismiss who you are or what it is that you do kind of just based off of maybe something like their own perception. And a lot of times that'll be like negative on their side, like their pride and arrogance will be their downfall essentially, you know what I'm saying? So just definitely like knowing your worth and like knowing, you know, like, like, you know, like has been said, like you put your time and energy into this, like, For sure. you know how long it took you to paint that, you know how long it took you to craft that beat or like, you know, the stems to that beat or like even just the finding the sample and bringing that in, you know what I'm saying? Like know, your, like definitely know your worth because people will be real quick to, you know, oh, like, hey, let me get that or let me do this and it's like, I mean, I got the, you know, I got the rights to this. This is my intellectual property. Like, understand that side of things. Like, you know, because people will try to, you know, people will be funny about it. You know, if they feel as, because they're also trying to get up there too. You know, so if they feel that they can maybe even step on you to get there and stuff like that, like, you know, just don't let that happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Know what it is that you're trying to do. Like, what you're doing it for. And just be real about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if that's like, at the end of the day, like, people be so, like, quick on, oh, I got to make it. I got to do this. And it's like, 
or you could just be real about it. You know, it'll come. Like if that's yeah. if that's what's destined for you, it'll come to you regardless. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't need to take the shortcut route. You don't need to, you know, step on people to get there. If that is truly what is destined in your path based off of everything that you've been doing, like that's something that you deserve, like it'll make its way to you. And it'll come in the most you know, it'll come in a journey, but it'll come in a way that you will actually be able to appreciate everything that you put in to get to that. You know what I'm saying? So definitely mm -hmm. just kinda having that awareness, but yeah, just I mean really yeah, those things. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Also too, like last thing for me is just also just be the best person that you could be. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you don't always have to be extraordinary or whatever, but whatever mm -hmm. you feel like you're strong at and whatever you feel like your weak points are, just constantly work on those things, you know? Because mm -hmm. those will be the things that make the difference. Right. Whether or not you have the energy or the, the mental space to create, you know what I'm saying? So if you're taking care of your, your mental health, your physical health, like, you know what I'm saying? And like really checking on you, that's going to keep you in the game. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Whereas like if you let the rest of life slide away, that might take you away from your work. And there's a lot of things that cause that too, you know what I mean? I think that's something that is always like a, like a more current discussion in like the black community as we started talking about people's mental health as of recently, but that hasn't always been a discussion. So mm -hmm. like really just take care of yourself first and foremost because the shows will be here the opportunities will be here and if you are there you know what i'm saying a part of them then you'll be able to reap the benefits of that but if you you know what i'm saying if you're out the game because you know something's going on or you're going through something on like your own individually that you know that might keep you from doing what you want to do and that's no shame in that you know what i mean get the help that you need reach out to the people you got to but also you know what I mean? Make sure that you're not overextending yourself either, that you're trying to do everything in the most and not taking care of your home life either. Because right. that will be the first thing to take people out of, you know what I mean, something. That and money. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That and your finances not being straight will be the first two <laughs> things to take you out of. Even famous people. You've yeah. seen celebrities that have been making music yeah. for years. Something happened, they got have a death in the family or, you know, a mental episode, whatever. What's his now, name? The guy who played Blade? God, oh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, man. Yeah, He's a huge example. That's yeah, what I'm I mean, saying, you bro. know, don't like, end up like Wesley. <laughs> nah, for real. And that's exactly, but people, you know, they face those pitfalls all the time because yeah. regular life still happens around It does. You. Just because you are doing something extraordinary doesn't mean you are not still equally as vulnerable as anybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, don't get lost in the sauce. Don't get yeah, lost in the sauce. Yeah, what, did, what did Gucci say? <laughs> uh, if, you, if you ain't got no sauce, <laughs> then you lost. But you also get, get lost, lost in the, the sauce. sauce. Nah, truly. You know what I'm saying? What are some final words that you guys have for yeah. Seattle? Anything you want to promote? Oh, man. You said anything we want to promote? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, just positivity. You know, <laughs> inclusivity. Yes. Uh, Organic. You know yeah. yeah. <laughs> Join <laughs> our cult. Yeah, honestly. Uh, I mean, you know, just shout out to Seattle. You know, I appreciate it uh, being someone that's like, you know, I wasn't born in Washington. I'm not necessarily from that city at all, but just, you know, I was trying to still put on for it as much as I can because uh, it's, you know, off, like it's, it's opened up opportunities to meet people like you, people mm -hmm. like Jay, Fundamental, you know, people in the room today. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, thank you to Seattle. Just be on the lookout for Fundamental and Emotion the Poet. And uh, yeah, man. Where can I find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Emotion underscore isn't underscore weakness on IG. You can find me there. Emotion to Poet on Spotify, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, hey, y'all can find me on Instagram at jays underscore gallery, and that's it. That's my gallery page. Um, hit me up on there if you see anything that catches your eye. I'm also open to new ideas, so if y'all want to collaborate too as other visual artists, like let me know. Um, definitely always open to that because I'm trying to do new stuff. Mm -hmm. So anybody, like, yeah. please do, and. Um, 
follow Fundamental as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, follow that page and keep up with the events so that you can come meet us in person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come meet us in person, come chat. You know what I mean? Be a part of the shows. No, please. Yeah, F-U-N-D-A-M-E-N-T-A-L on Instagram. And then, uh, yeah, man, come through, say what's up. Yes. This is DJ Blake and... Oh, Emotion the Poet? <laughs> and Jay. One more time. This is DJ Blake and... Emotion the Poet. And Jay. There we go. Yeah. Nailed it. DJ Blake.